Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Meow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals. And let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels. And thank you so much for joining me on another episode of SoCal Sweat. I can't wait to welcome you to the world of Ferdina Robertson, who is fitness is a lifestyle. She is a wrestling coach. She's a diva. She's got a wonderful personality, a fitness program, and a nutrition program. She's out of Glen Heights, Texas, and her fitness business is called Defied Fit. Defied, if you will. She coaches wrestlers. She was a top wrestler in high school, and she pushes her female clients to the limits. With a mixture of strength and skill, she's been able to beat up the boys. She can pick them up. She can throw them around. And she teaches other women to do the same in their own lives, but more so for female empowerment. But she's in fantastic shape. Her name is Verdina Robertson of Defied Fit. And that's spelled D-P-H-Y-D-F-I-T. At the end of the podcast and in the podcast notes, I'll be putting a lot of books about wrestling, a lot of wrestling equipment, and just ways to get in shape. And here she is, Miss Verdina Robertson of Defied Fit. Well, hello, Verdina. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Oh, I love your uh, Defied Fitness. How did you come up with that that name? Okay. So um, I personally didn't come up with the name. My um, wrestling coach, which was um, uh, the offense coordinator for the football, high school football team, he gave me that. And it's because I like to be glammed up. Um, you really don't find that often um, in females wrestling, especially in a rough contact sport. You don't see a lot of feminine in that sport. And so um, I won all the time, and I never wanted to look just any type of way in my photos. You know, I want to see that a pretty girl can win. So I used to always try to hear, we go fix myself up. I thought take my hair off, go make sure my hair is all, all done. And just overall, make sure I look presentable. And so uh, he will always say, you finna go get defined. You finna go get um, Dina Fied. So Dina is my nickname. So Fied just, add, he just added the Fied just for the glamour of it. So that's how I came up with um Defy Fitness. So he actually helped me <laughs> with this. So they stuck with me uh, for some years now. So that's how I got their name. It's perfect because you like defy the female stereotype of a wrestler because it's make it on a sexier version, like albeit yes. WWE Diva, but with your middle name. I like that. I like that a Thank lot. Thank you. And it's easy to remember. So clients yes, are like, and it's so short. Yeah. It's perfect. And with your, with your haircut and all, all the different styles you wear, it, it's more fun. And that is like the biggest question because just like what you said, yes, you're winning and you're like, could be like considered like a killer, like Ronda Rosie. Mm-hmm. Um, you look 
amazing. And that's such a big controversy because I remember when Rhonda got on, um, she was in Vogue and they said, how do you feel about men always saying that you're not sexier? That's not a sexy body type. And she's like, I'm trying to be a killer. I don't care what I look like. I don't care to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but you add that flair and you're already, you already sort of have that diva WWE diva about you because you are willing to go like glamorous, which some women aren't. So yes. thank you. Yeah. I love, thank you so much. I actually needed to hear this. So thank you. Oh, gorgeous. And you have such a, such fun, different looks that I think that it's just a better selling point to get more females into wrestling because it's like, you know, some d just don't want to be that, you know, maybe more masculine, but you certainly aren't that yet. No. The curves and the muscles and the strength to do so. Yes. So. Thank you. And I tell a lot of females, um, it's all, it's all a persona. It's all a, um, like different hats. Um, and I get a kick out of being a superwoman, uh, um, different women in one. Like I love switching the wigs out. I love, um, switching to different um, personalities out. I'm able to fluctuate. I'm able to be an alpha female and also tone it down to be a, a gentle, um, a gentle woman. I could put a dress and heels on and you would never know that I will, I play football or I play any type of rough contact sport. You would have never known. You would just think I'm a pretty face in a dress and heels and I work out and that's it. And that's all. So I love, it gives me an inner power and an inner kick to know that, I have this many capabilities and I will be the least one to expect it out of the room that you will get it out of it. Absolutely. And I encourage anybody, we'll put all the, all the notes and everything um, at the end of this. But I mean, looking at your Instagram of defied fit, it's just like, I, I mean, you, you almost look like a different person from one to the next. And it's, you really are a superwoman, and with all of your looks and your strengths and you're kind of born for film and television. I mean, have you thought about, doing combat and doing stunting in motion pictures? I have not, but I have thought about the television. Um, my originally plan, I wanted to actually be a sports broadcaster, uh, but I know how um, slim and narrow that industry is. Um, I, I'm still in the chase there, but I'm willing to, to try anything. Um, I am a very versatile girl. Um, you will, you can put me in an environment and I will pick up on like this because, because I know who I am as a person, um, me having to, um, put on this kind of persona, it doesn't bother me. I know it's for play, but I can also for sell it to others. And, so it's um, not intimidating because some of the videos I look at, you were like, Oh my God, I, I wouldn't even, I would be scared to go to her for fear that I'm really wimpy or something, but you're such a real person. It's, yes. it's, it's a complete, I mean, cause you look like a complete badass superhero and I'm like, Oh, maybe I'd be intimidated. Maybe people, some people would be intimidated by the fact that you, maybe they're out of shape and don't want to go to you because like, Oh, she's too good, but you're so approachable. And I am. Yes. And that's, I think that's a huge quality for someone in wrestling. Um, you can put that persona on of like, don't cross me. And then of this. course, yeah, it's the moment. I, I think a lot of people um, say my smile kind of breaks down the barrier. Um, I was never the one to, um, 
artists do um things do intimidating things to psych out my opponent um i feel like energy is real and you know who you going up, up against when you see who you going up against you know you mm -hmm. you can't you get that feeling but um with me able to be that approachable um when i was in high school as an athlete i gained so much respect from my peers to the point i was able to get a signature move um signature move out of me just wrestling i i didn't promote it people just picked up on it and put and put a name to it um and then it transformed into me coaching the following year right after being a high school athlete so that was a trans uh, transitioning going back to the school where i came from to volunteer to start my coaching um year soon um so it was very it was fun because um there was a quick second to kind of um get myself in shape but i gained so much respect on both sides and when i came back that following year you know it was still student athletes still wrestling um because they were still in school and i just graduated so um now instead of them looking at me as an opponent and being intimidated by me they were able to walk up to me and approach me as a coach and ask me how do you do this how do you do that um and being such a young coach 19 nobody knowing you haven't even started school college yet or nobody knowing that you like you you just now this your first year coaching and parents was just like seeing like how the girls was just so attached to me and how they just absorbed my words and it was like because they know I'm, i just came out of their situation absolutely i understand and I and I was that, and still is because I'm young. But I am that that bridge and that gap between an athlete and a coach. Yeah. So um, that was a good experience. I I, I actually like I actually like that phase. Um, it was very uncomfortable at first. It is, but, but when you're out of your comfort zones, you really grow, mm -hmm. and you were able to help students more because I'm sure that they approach you were more approachable than some of the top coaches that were very intimidating. Um, yes. Did you coach both? males and females then in high school uh, so i was mainly over um girls uh so i did help coach boys but it was more so how can i say this it was more so um unwelcoming no actually they welcomed me because in high school i beat up on the boys like awesome. after i achieved the um heavier weight and of course like and in the girls, um, I wanted some heavy weight. Um, so I used to be the I beat up on boys. So uh, the football boys to be in exact because they ego is bigger than a mat. Amen. Uh, That's hot as hell, girl. That is hot as hell. <laughs> but uh uh yeah, I, I I I did help. They they respected me. So honestly, it was more so them coming to me on advice versus me just um shoving it down their throats or, yeah. yeah amazing now what i i'm very interested in the diet that you i'm then again you're like 17 18 19 and what what would the diet consist of during that time and did you horrible nutrition really horrible <laughs> and it's due to the lack of education um in high school uh 
I'm gonna say with wrestling alone, um, it's based off your weight. And um, with high school girls, what uh, coaches don't fail to realize is you're going through a hormonal change and your body is changing. You have other parts of your body that's going more rapidly. Um, mm -hmm. Then you have birth control playing to effect. So you're battling with that. And then when you're, when you're not educated with diet like how I was, um, I thought eating a meal um, once or twice a day was okay enough. But it was just so I can maintain weight. That was it. Um, if it got down to Thursday or Wednesday and we weigh in Friday and I got to cut down three to four pounds, here I am taking laxatives and um, water pills. So it was very unhealthy, which actually I felt that it caused, um, it caused, it helped cause injuries. I'm sorry. Okay. Everyone's like calling me. I'm so sorry. No problem. Um, it helped cause injuries um, due to, I'm going to say for instance, taking a water pill. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Regina, if you need to get a client call, you take that? No, it's not even a client call. It's okay. A family member call. Is it Black Gemini? They don't want nothing. No, not even him. He, okay. He not, I don't know. He's in a gym. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, it was just like I was doing all these things to my body to get instant uh, results just to get by. And I was straining, um, I was straining myself. Yeah. Um. I, you need water. You need fluid, and you need to be hydrated in a wrestling match because you are burning so much within six minutes. And I can't stress it enough how tiring it is to even fight full blown for two minutes straight. It is. It is very windy, and I. Uh, it caused me to pull nerves, have nerve damages um, due to dehydration of taking the water pills. Um, when you're taking laxatives, you are actually taking the nutrients out of the food you did eat, whether it was healthier or not. It's right off the toilet, right before you perform. And so I was finding myself like just, man, like taking like an energy drink. I I swear I felt like I almost had a heart attack on the mat. In, and this, I was at state. I was at state. And with me doing that, I actually end up having nerve damage in my right arm and had to actually finish that whole um, day out wrestling with one arm. <laughs> wow. And so uh, the lack of, like, the lack of it, now that I'm more educated of, I can see how tremendously it hurt me as yeah. an athlete. And um, to meet my performance, it, it, it hurt me. You see kids stopping by the ice cream truck getting hot Cheetos right before the football game or right after, um, right after practice. Like, it, I mean, it's unhealthy everywhere, but they jam us on strength mm -hmm. and conditioning strength and conditioning strength and conditioning but not educating us on what our body needs to endure that strength and conditioning to um be able to go to the next level and your muscles and your um bones be able 
to be strong enough to handle the next level training. And it, it hurt me tremendously not knowing that. So my diet was horrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you're okay now because that can have a lot of long-term damage. And I dated, um, I went to the University of Minnesota and I dated um, a couple of the wrestlers and just even the practices that they did in college or even in high school from dating that, just the dehydration, the, you know, workout, the aluminum foil suits in the sauna. There's a lot of bad practices. Yes, I'm sure yes. you know all of them. The fast cutting of the weight. And I think it was like um, one of the boxers, it was, uh, I think it was Evander Holyfield, that who, who was, his dad wanted him to like get to a certain weight class. And boxing is also, there's almost like unfair weight classes. He made him run. He ran like 40 miles in one night just to get down to, uh, and then he's dehydrated. And I think he won that match, but you're like on survival. You damage your body. Totally. You damage your body because regardless of the fact, like in wrestling, you have three matches in all to win first place. If I'm draining myself and I strain myself within the first match, I still got two matches to fight through. And I have to hope I end, end it in, within the first period. And a lot of the time, majority of the times my matches do end within the first minute or two in the in the period but I had no choice most of the time I like I had to stay ahead of my injury to prolong yeah to prolong my body and by the time my senior year came in state I literally had medicine tape from head to toe from head to toe and um it's scary and dangerous you got um females with eating disorder already um making themselves throw up in the bathroom um it's yeah it's it's horrible it's horrible is there a way to make it healthier i mean obviously with with, with better nutrition but there's gonna be that you know as female athletes we're already um like i lost my period I haven't, I hadn't gotten it, you know, almost all the way through because of low body fats. Yes. Um, and then you're maintaining, I think it's between, I think you lose it at 12%. Um, in fact, I have a podcast coming up this week about orthorexia where it's like eating any, they don't put anything, athletes don't put anything into their bodies. That's not like the most pure of form, but mm -hmm. a lot of can get, can dip low. Do you, do you mind sharing? Have you had any long-term damage and have you had to like manage like even some of the nerve endings in the arm like if you're typing or if you're coaching somebody can you not feel that or is it um, a lot of it is within um my wrist uh wrist control um i get i have a lot of nerve damage um right in my um forearm um where else oh don't get me started about the knees Oh, I'm gosh. sure. And then you probably get really cold. And when you get cold, that just is so achy. Aches. Yeah. Tremendously. Um, I have a show a shoulder. I don't know what's wrong with my shoulder. It's just so many undiscovered um strain injuries. Um, I have like this particular muscle in my right um butt cheek that's just irritating, like the smallest, like a almost like a small peak pinch pull um it is the most nerve-wracking thing especially when i'm like, like when i'm doing sun raises um it's horrible it's it's a lot it's it's honestly a lot of small injuries but them small injuries adds up to be such an overall big injury and it's 
it stops it it can it can hinder a lot especially with me being in the fitness industry it can hinder a lot it hinders a lot and like i i i understand what you're saying because with with these breaks that i'm still mending it's like i don't even want to go outside and take a walk i'm like oh my god get on the peloton and lift yes. and lift weights and but i used to box and crossfit and but i i don't want to put that impact for long term damage because we want to be athletes and in shape the rest of our lives do you have a way of sort of numbing that pain or do you take any painkillers or any maybe a lot of turmeric where you're like it's anti-inflammatory in a natural way to help that or you just kind of like grin and bear it like we do I just take it um i don't overstrain myself um that's the main part i do not overstrain myself um i i've now got a discipline to where when my body needs a break i'm able to give that um give my body its um respect and its break but honestly i just i just wink thug it out <laughs> like, i get just it try not to pull it or strain it um and, yep. and watch it i do do the heat pads and stuff but other than like my um simple daily um herb intakes i know they do help uh yeah. with the pain tolerance but no i just take it yeah exactly it's, like I, I have no I, sometimes i yell at myself oh get over it bitch and suck it up get on that get on those weights i'm like oh i wish i could like be nice to myself i wish yes. anybody else but i would say that to me yes yes yeah but we but but again that's what we do we push through and um you're a real role model for your clients but on the other hand you've learned a lot about it obviously and you have your your nutrition your um if 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 you going to your instagram you have your own nutrition program uh tell us about yes. that so uh, my nutrition program just comes from based off of um i only also i only um speak and practice on um specifically what i know and what i have done and tried so um the Echelon diet, I give people different um, diet tips for what they are trying to achieve, whether it's um, cancer. Um, like, you know, a lot of, I have actually one client who um, just discovered she has tumor on her uterus, on her um, ovaries. So um, I uh, told her, you need to look into the Echelon diet. Um, so with this, I came to discover um, on different family members trying um, different diets out there, soup. Them. Um, I have been studying African holistic, um, Dr. CB. Um, so that has been like my main source um, other than me currently going through school and finishing um, to get the paper and the certification behind my name. That's amazing. So it, do you, are you actually taking classes on African holistic medicine? Just yes. on that? Oh, that's, yes, that's, that's incredible. I think that's so important because there's a lot of diseases of, of all of our different races. Like I come from like Northern and Eastern Europe and Russia area. We may, we have different things like in our cells that affect us differently. And we're, because we're all from different regions. And my cousin works with um, sickle cell anemia with African-Americans. And that is so specific to, to certain mm -hmm. that type. And um, with uh, the African holistic, you're already taking, I mean, we're already taking so much from Africa anyway, with all the natural herbs and then in the middle. Mm -hmm. I think that's fantastic. And, and it's very specialized. In fact, I want to connect you with some people on that.
to grow some more. Um, Please. That's very interesting. Um, but you work with all types of clients, of course. But yes, find that the alkaline diets for for um, especially the the your client with cancer has helped her so far. It has helped her um, along with also she take regimens of uh, sea moss, turmeric root, gin, uh, ginger root, uh, yellow burdock, burdock, and um, dandelions. Oh, sure. Um, she takes that every morning. It has tremendously helped. Actually, within a month of me training her, because I kind of came up came across this formula with doing my weight loss, and it actually helped. Um, but she lost within 15 pounds, and because she was she's so obese, and within the first month of training, she lost 15 pounds of that. And um, when she went back to the doctor, you know everything was leveling out. Her blood pressure, her sugar. Um, the tumor is actually um, uh, gotten smaller. So she's, get, yeah, she's actually getting that removed, um, I think tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. So it was a lot of benefit facts to it, but I honestly started on my grandmother. I actually used her as a guinea pig um, because in elderly, she was able to see their medical problems more clear, especially if they have a lot of fluid on their bodies. You're able to see it um, spot on by their ankles. Uh, you can see if they got a lot of fluid around their heart. Did she have and, diabetes? Yes. Um, uh, it runs through our family. But when I started buying her alkaline water just alone, that helped regulate her blood sugar. And then when um, I started this past summer, uh, I, had my, I had my family on um, morning smoothies. And um, it pertained to see my stomach rule, all of that in there. And it helped us fight COVID. We had an outbreak in, in the house um, from the uh, 10 month old all the way up to our 72 year old grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just, it helped a lot. It gave her natural energy. Um, it helped with her joint pain. So I saw what it could help. Um, and so when I saw that, that's when I started digging deeper into natural herbs. And from there, it's just been discovered ever since. That's amazing. How did your family take that in the beginning, especially your grandmother? Because sometimes that older generation, like, oh, I don't, I don't want that. But she sounded like she was very open to you because she probably respected where you were coming from. That's exactly, that's exactly it. Uh, it's crazy how outsiders will take your advice before family will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but when I dropped out the weight, and it, it, it took for them to see a different image, and. They were so used to me seeing me one way. Mm-hmm. And when I became this person who I am today, and they see how they are today, they could they they seen the um the unbalance in the health. And you were and, walking the walk, talking the talk. You weren't just sitting there preaching. You looked the part. I was doing. I was yeah. doing. And uh and they seeing how it was changing my body. And so from there, I didn't even have to force them. I would just have leftover smoothie and they were like, can I have the rest? Can you make me some? Wow. And so from there, it became a daily routine. Sure. All from there. Have they been able to maintain that? Like, is, are people still getting maybe fast food? Because it's so hard to change people completely. 
there's always that wonderful satiety of the taste of Jack in the Box or what have you. Um, have they maintained more of a healthy aspect? Um, they maintain, my mother has maintained that. Um, you have to be very dedicated and want that lifestyle to have to wake up every morning and prep that. Um, it do take about 15, 20 minutes to prep that. People don't and realize so, it's a lot of work. So far as the initiative, I know my mother just now um, really getting back on it, but I do not, me personally, I, they have not took on that full um, health lifestyle awareness. But, but they're trying. They're, they're trying pieces. most definitely. And, and um, I'm seeing the evolving of the way my mother grocery shops. And 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 that right there is 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 good enough for me because when you change the way you grocery shop, you literally change the way the whole house eats. Absolutely. <laughs> now, um, where where you are in Texas, are there really good grocery stores, or do you find that because a lot of areas of Texas, a lot of the South, there are food deserts where there's only one area. Like I live in LA, there are certain mm -hmm. areas where it's like there's not any kind of a, of a health food store anywhere near there. Um, and that's what's really hard. And then if people can't afford like to be on within a car, it takes 25 miles to get to a normal place. Mm -hmm. California is pretty, pretty good about it. And they recently put in Aldi, which is a, which is a um, more affordable grocery store in a certain area. I'm like, thank God, because it's wonderful produce. There's a lot of healthy ingredients where you are and where some of your clients are. Is that tough to find or are you in a pretty good area of Texas? I'm a pretty good area of Texas. Dallas is well supplied, but also Dallas is set up by the area that you stay in. So depending on the area that you stay in, you have a more healthier and beneficial store. So wow. I stay in downtown Dallas now, and you have Whole Foods. Uh, Whole Foods is a wonderful, organic, you can find anything um, that you can think of in there, and they're very fresh but they're high and they're in the upscale neighborhood areas. Um, when you get to like the middle class, which is where I was raised, um, more in the urban country, um, suburb area, mm -hmm. um, you have like Walmart, Aldi's, um, Winko, um, Kroger's, Tom Thumb, but the, they're not as fresh and they right. don't last long. Um, and they don't keep it in stock. I know, that's the problem. That's they the don't biggest keep problem. it, I just kind of put that, they don't keep it in stock. Because it's not, it's probably not as in demand. You may be a very unique part of that population. It's very unfair. And, and I, it, it's just so tough with nutrition. It, you know, we can talk about it, but there's people that are against barriers. Like I, I do a lot of volunteer work and I was with a group of women and, you know, they all shop at Whole Foods. I, I go both. Um, and they were helping some people that were trying to get, you know, better at nutrition. And they were just like, oh, don't, don't buy the sugared cereal. Go buy the granola at Whole Foods and make your own. Well, how can they afford the granola at Whole Foods when they can't even get to the... I'm like, are you... A granola at Whole Foods? I bought a bag of wild rice about this small... And it was about ten dollars. Yeah, yep. <laughs> there are cereals that are like in the twenties. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, I'm a cheapskate, but 
I hear what you're saying, but you're, you know what, you're making the effort and you, and you do, you have to go spend 20 more minutes and maybe a lot more money, but you're looking the way you do and drinking your alkaline water there. <laughs> um, I, I'm just really impressed with just a female wrestler in general. Um, what are some of the, what, is, what are some of the most difficult things to train female athletes in the wrestling segment, like half Nelsons, and do you have different types of moves than the guys for obvious reasons, or is everything up the door as far as boobs, but everything? So, um, honestly, it depends on which side you wrestle on. Obviously, um, male competitive, um, it's, it's a lot more skilled. I'm not saying that females isn't, but theirs are, you have to know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You have to know what you're doing. Every single guy has to know what he's doing and has to be skilled. With a woman, um, it might be 10 women, but you're only going to come across three out of 10 of those women who takes her strength training serious, just as well as skills training and um i've learned in wrestling those are two different things because i've seen a, a match won by strength and i've seen a match won by straight skills <laughs> and um you can do anything that they can do now you do it gets down to genetics or whatever for size wise but to me i feel like women can grow strength and legs better than men can and they can I, for the most part. It is true. <laughs> they have chicken legs, a lot of them. Especially calf muscles. So, yep. Yep. Um, it's all about um, training. I feel like the hardest thing for a female wrestler is finding that underdog. Yeah. Once you find that underdog in you, it opens your ability. Um, I can say for, uh, let me see say for the i'm gonna say uh, pertaining um the alligator um alligator move um it's basically you tw you twisting your opponent as if um how, how alligator yeah. kill itself and that takes a lot of upper body strength women don't like much upper body strength as male do <laughs> um so i can say far as that a lot of upper body strength um wrestling uh, as far as picking up um um being able to handle um your opponent just straight off your upper body um strength because a lot of yeah. times your lower body might be tied down underneath their body weight so you have to now use your core and arms to get them off of you or to kind of maneuver so i'm gonna say um in any moves what can make and break a woman it's her upper body strength because we uh -huh. do not work on that as much as we work on legs, wow. glute in, and our calves. We don't work on upper body strength as much. Sure. May I ask, do you ever, do you wrap your, um, just the breast tissue to protect? Because I know a lot of breast cancer can be actually caused from blows to that area. Um, don't quote me on that, but do you, do you use protection as far as your, you know, your part, your, no. No, ma'am. Um, yeah. I was heavy chested when I was wrestling. Um, which can help. Which can help. Maybe. Okay. One thing I can say: having more body parts do help. 
Yeah. Because, and I'm going to say, and I'm going to say why. Um, in my senior year in high school, um, freshman year, I started at a 165 weight class. And by the time I graduated, I was wrestling 185. And coming out of high school, I was wearing a 36H in a bra. And when it came to, um, <laughs> when it came to like headlocks, I was able to use my breasts to pretty much smother my opponent to make them tap out sooner. Sure. Um, that was just my parts. Um, yep. You can't help I but had, that you're blessed. <laughs> yes. You know, that was my parts. And so, um, when it came to that, you know, it was, it was no problem. It was no problem for me, but it will it most definitely hurt. I had to wear three bras. Yeah, um, I can imagine. Just so my breasts would fall out my singlet. <laughs> I would think people might want to get a reduction just in case of it, if that affected that athletic ability, just like some of us get implants for our other, you know, other reasons. But yes. Um, that's super important. I would hate, I wouldn't buy, I don't know. I don't know how implants would go with breasts. I would be scared. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. It's more on the vanity sides of the sports, like that maybe ice skating or things like that. But wow, that's, and, I, and I'm sure that your male opponents didn't, um, weren't upset by these things. <laughs> they, oh, no. Oh, no. I have my advantages. They have their advantages. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Um, well, it sounded like you had a lot of respect from the guys, which I, I really love, especially when you back, went back into coaching for that. Now, yes. um, going forward, are you, are you interested in, in UFC MMA? Because the wrestlers seem to do the best in, in, in the, and I, I feel that UFC is going to be above even the NFL coming up in the future. I, I don't know. I'm still, I love NFL, but I also love UFC. It's, it's really up and coming and you have such a personality for it. Thank you. Thank I mean, you. Thank you. Thank you. Even starting with the commentary as a woman, because you know so much about the wrestling side anyway. Um, and then learning more and breaking in. I just think that the sky's the limit for you. I'm very excited. Thank you. Um, thank and you. And you are really seem to be a wonderful positive role model for your female clients. Um, do you. you feel a lot of women go to you because of wrestling and, or, do you get a lot of more male clients because of what you do in your specialty? Honestly, I get, I get both. Um, I do get a lot of more male clients. Um, the females that come to me, they want to discover themselves. They want me to bring the under the, you know, the, the underdog out of them. Yep. Um, far as males, they come to me more on um, combining wrestling skills with football skills. Oh, sure. <laughs> so I have been doing that. So um, yeah. a lot of times, Males do come to me with that, um, especially like um, linemen, um, squatting positions, learning how Great. to explode, um, see drills, things of that sort. Yeah. So um, that's really where, for us, I will work with males and males come to me about is um, combining wrestling and football. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. I mean, yeah, then you have a much broader audience. Um, do you of prefer course. one or the other? Do you like... Do you like to train males more than female? Any any um, difference in how you train? I like both. Um, mm -hmm. I do feel like training a female is harder and more tedious because um, it's not many females, um, many women like us. But I love I love both. I cause once you break through a woman, a woman discovers herself. She she takes off in the sunset. Um, Absolutely. 
before as males um males training males teach you so much yep it teaches you so much and honestly being under um football coaches i absorbed all of that and a lot of my skills training and personal training involves a lot of football drills i love my wrestling involves a lot of football drills i will have my girls on the football pads exploding and put and they loved it because it it brought a competitive out of them they was able it was a one it was a a woman for them yeah and they just and having that male training aspect it helped me push myself to where i need to be so i can be um the right trainer the right coach or the right um whatever i needed to be for my clients I like their style because there's no drama. There's no bullshit. No, they're just, no. this is what it is. My dad's a football coach and I grew up in just that kind of die hard. And, uh, but then we can get too hard on ourselves. Like, you know, cause you and I seem, seem to be just yeah. through that pain, but in a way, you know what it teaches you, it teaches you survival and it gives you more power. And I'm not ripping on females. I love, I love women, of course, but there can be a lot of drama with, with, with that. And it just, I know, I, I don't, oh, I don't even, Lord. <laughs> I can't, I can't, like, I, and you, that's, and one of the questions that you asked me what drawn me to wrestling, it was because I was not getting along with my other female peer athletes in other sports. Yep. Volleyball, it was just done and over with. Basket, like, I was not getting along, and I literally walked to the indoor to to get away and I discovered wrestling. Yes. female. A um, lot of competitive. You can talk your mess and and, and, and gotta worry about it. The catty miss and the at all. I could have I could be myself. I could be the be a bro. You can like her. you can like rough it out and I love Yeah. That. Yes. And I and I love that. And so I just stuck with it. So I've gotta ask you, what has been your favorite cheat food during COVID? Because I know you're, you're on a healthy regimen. What has been your, like, I have to have this now? <laughs> um, quesadillas. Ooh. Cheese, chicken, steak. Um, of course, cheese. Um, uh, fajita chicken. I love um, vegetables. I always do sauteed uh, mushroom, onions, bell peppers, yeah. all the bell peppers. Um, so I ate. A lot of quesadillas, so of course, on a no carb, um, no carb tortilla, so it was like 70 calories. Um, but I loved it. Um, quesadillas, like, was my number one go to, and then shrimp tacos. Like, how much cardio do you do with your wrestling training? Cardio must be done every day because you have to, um, remember, um, we take against some type of weight from the time we wake up, from the time we go to sleep, whether it's fluids or solids. Um, so you have to constantly keep your body in a burning state. Um, so you have like your light cardio days and then your hard cardio days. Um, a lot of suicides. Um, I love actually doing suicides. Suicides give you that, uh, that it gives you breaks in between. And um, you have to explode, you have to sprint, and it makes you get it done. Um, so, um, cardio was a must. Um, plus, you have to also outweigh the weight. 
because you was already lifting heavy for the strength. So you have to find a, you have to most definitely find a uh, balance and um, endurance. Uh, endurance was the number one thing um, as a fighter, as any type of fighter that you have to have. You have to have endurance and a lot of running distance and sprints helps with endurance, keeping your heart rate up 120 over 125 and working on being comfortable in that state of mind and working on exercising um, oxygen, learning how to um, continue to critically think as an athlete while you're um, tired and your heart is pumping. So um, I work on my girls a lot of times is that it's being able to think for yourself when you're, when you're dead tired because so many athletes and I work on that with a lot of my with all my clients is surpassing that and that's how you're able to um, break limits and um, know that you are improving in different areas thank you for being so kind with your time because you've been training all day I want you to put those beautiful feet up and Black Gemini better be over there rubbing those because that is such a hot couple. I love the power couple. You know what? And I've been trying to get him to like take pictures. I said, baby, people can really feed off of our energy. Like, because he's such a goofball himself. And I'm like, baby, people can, people can really like pick up off our energy because he's into uh, fitness. He actually drives me to, to, uh, I'm going to say this, he's way more disciplined uh, in eating pure clean than I am. Uh, so he pushes me to do that. So um, he meets the new he he meets the new um, becoming me. There's a lot there's a lot you can pursue, and I think this guy's the limit now, especially with women um, and your empowerment. So I love. I actually enjoyed this interview. Thank you so much for giving this opportunity to um, talk about uh, my upcoming. So I greatly appreciate it. And that was Miss Verdina Robertson of Dinafied Fitness or Defied Fit. On Instagram, she is D-P-H-Y-D-F-I-T underscore. A female wrestler, a female wrestling coach, and a female empowerment trainer. Although she trains the boys, and many of them run from her. She can pick them up, throw them around. She's got the skill set and the attitude, the strong work ethic to pay the bills. And I can't wait to see what she does in her future, whether it be a WWE wrestler, diva, maybe the UFC, or as a reporter on the front lines of any of the UFC fights. I can't wait to see what she does in her future. Otherwise, you can find her at, on Instagram at D-P-H-Y-D-F-I-T. We appreciate you for listening, and please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, Tuned In, or at Believe.com. You can reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Anne McDaniels. And I'll see you next time on So Cow Sweat.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.